When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning, winning try. When you watched the game um, on Sunday, what, what what did you get? What take what was what glared to you, or something that stood out to you uh, regarding that game? Yeah, I mean, um, first with Kansas City, uh, their defense was incredible. Um, I am a huge, huge fan of their DBs. Um, I, I love Trent McDuffie. I mean, that dude is is one as quickly in his first two years in the NFL has become one of my favorite players to watch. I mean, I watched. I know Debo got hurt later on in that game, but even before Debo got hurt, Trent McDuffie was taking Debo completely out of the game. Honestly, um, he made plays down the field. He, I mean, he's an All Pro slot corner this year, and he played like one in that game. Um, I love Legarius Sneed as well. Yep. Um, he, he had a he had that one penalty late in the game, but other than that, I thought he played pretty flawless. Brandon Ayuk only had I think three catches in the game, um, which is crazy Kittle, to me. Yeah, I mean, all their receiving weapons were a no show. Kittle, Ayuk, uh, uh, and Kittle, Kittle does that though. Kittle will disappear on you in big games for some reason. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I don't I don't quite get it either. I mean, he can't throw the ball to himself. I get that. Um, but it, it's weird. It, it is weird how he can kind of disappear, which is a shame because I think every time he touches the ball, he has a chance to score. So this that could be just a situation of sometimes having too many options to pick from. Um, and somebody's got to be the odd man out and, you know, Usually it, it is George Kittle at times. Um, but Christian McCaffrey was there for them. I, I just I just I just think the getting back to the Chiefs, I think the defense really stepped up. So many times yeah. offense um couldn't put a drive together or turn the ball over, or it just seemed like there was an opportunity for the Niners to take control of the game. And that that Chiefs defense stood tall each time. They had some moments where they were in in a bend but don't break mode. As yep. well. they they the Niners get all the way up the field, and the Chiefs yep. force them to into a field goal or turnover. So I, I thought that the Chiefs defense was exceptional in that game. They are clearly a championship defense, and I still think to this day people aren't talking enough about how good. Uh, that defense really is on the other well, side. Well, you know why, though. 
Mahomes is the quarterback and Travis Kelsey is the tight end. So they lose a lot of, they don't get the shine that they deserve. And Steve Spagnola, to me, deserves another opportunity as well to be a head coach. He's done phenomenal. I'm I'm, I'm surprised that no one has kind of went out for him. Maybe, maybe, and maybe he doesn't want to be. Maybe he's he's enjoying winning championships as a defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's like, I'm good on this. I don't have to, you know, oversee anything anymore. I'm still winning. So shout out to him, man. I don't know if that's the case. I'm just right. hypothetically speaking. Yeah, I'm just I mean- yeah, it makes sense. That's where I. That's what right. I think. That's what exactly. I think. I mean, the dude has been one of the best, if not the best, postseason defensive coordinator in the NFL. I would say over the last five seasons plus. I mean, you got to go back to what he did with the Giants against Tom Brady those two Super Bowl years as well. I mean, this dude's track record in January and February is there. My only thought to this point is that maybe he is comfortable where he is. You sometimes being a coordinator is where you need to be. I look at a guy like Eric Bieniemy who I think will eventually end up right back in Kansas City in the same role he's been in as an offensive coordinator and at the end of the day I don't think there's any shame in that. You know, you you're getting success, you're you're going with what works. It is less stressful um being a a coordinator and just controlling one side of the ball instead of having to control everything on the team. So yeah, I mean, Spags is in a good situation with Reed and who knows what will happen. I know Andy's coming back next year, but who knows how long Andy's going to do this. And maybe just like everybody was wanting the Ravens to do with Mike McDonald and John Harbaugh, maybe that'll be the case with Steve Spagnola Spagnola and, uh, and the chiefs. We'll see. Um, But yeah, I mean, look, Patrick Mahomes wins his third, MVP Super Bowl MVP. Um, the dude is incredible. I don't even yeah. care anymore. It's not even for shock about <laughs> I'm not even come, I, I'm not even hiding it anymore. The dude is the best I've seen. He he is the best quarterback. He's the he 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 is by it's I'm not gonna say by far because there have been some incredible talents at the position, but the dude is the best quarterback I've seen in my lifetime. I don't think there's any shame in saying that anymore. Sure, he's got to catch up to Brady in terms of the Super Bowls and stuff, but just like how we talked about the other day, uh, when it came to Lamar getting that MVP, it's that's a team award. I'm looking at him individually and the type of talent that he is. The dude can do things that I haven't seen other quarterbacks be able to do. And even quarterbacks that can do it, he can do it at a higher level and yeah. on a more consistent basis. You take away his number one wide receiver, who just happens to be a top three wide receiver in the NFL, and all he does is go and win back-to-back Super Bowls without him. I mean, what do you, what do you say about this dude at this yeah. point? It's just, he's done it without a defense. He's done it with a defense. He's done it without a running game. He's done it with a running game. He's done it with receivers. He's done it without receivers. He's done it with different offensive coordinators. It's, it's nothing you can say about Patrick Mahomes. So he has cemented himself as the best individual t- talent-wise quarterback for me right now that I've seen um, in my lifetime to this point. On the flip side, um, the, the 49ers had opportunities, man. It felt like that they had some opportunities. They, there were turnovers. There were, you know, overthrown balls or balls that, that did not get to open receivers. And this is not me, you know, um, going after Brock Purdy because I, I, I want to be clear. I think that Brock Purdy is a very good football player. I do. I also think that Brock Purdy is a limited good ball player. I mean, football player. Did I say good ball player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's also a limited football player. I think that there's a reason why he was Mr. Irrelevant, because there's some intangibles that NFL execs feel like that they need that he did not possess. And he was passed over all 32 teams numerous times. Okay, going to be clear on that. Has he uh, ascended himself from that title? Yup, absolutely. Has he gotten help with the, the guys that's around him? Yes. Absolutely. And there were some throws, honestly, Cordell, that guys that have a better skill set are going to connect on that he didn't. But he, he did play well, but those incompletions were huge. There were, again, there was, I think Brandon Ayuk is wide open and he just overthrows him in the end zone. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a play to Debo Samuels that's a first down that he probably can, can run up after gets after the catch and get some extended yards, he misses them and he's open. You know, then there's t- times that he was making some ill-advised decisions. Like there's a slant pass that he tried to throw to somebody and he, the dude is not open at all. I mean, he's the, the, the chief, I think Sneed, I think it's Sneed that's on him. He's on him like a cheap suit and you decided to throw it anyway. Um, so I just, I say that to say, while I think Purdy is a very good football player, I think that we have to, I hope that we're brought down to earth a little bit because there was a lot of conversations about, oh, if he wins this game, he's, I consider him to be elite. You don't have to though. We can just consider Brock Purdy to be a good football player that has good weapons around him. And it was never going to be more than that. And the only way we're really going to know Cordell is if Brock Purdy is better then a game manager is when he goes somewhere else or when he has less weapons in San Francisco, a la Tom Brady, which I think by the time Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, we did have a consensus that Tom Brady was a, it it wasn't the system anymore. Brock Purdy, I'm still not convinced that it's not the system and the players that are uh, uplifting his play at this point. 